you're listening to the Fearlessly Visible podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Gibson-Jones, spiritual life and business coach. I have officially been in business since 2019, but I spent a lot of that time hiding, doubting my abilities, and being afraid to show all the magical parts of myself. Over the years, I have learned to cultivate a feeling of safety in my body so I can confidently and consistently show up, powerfully serve my audience, and do my sacred work in the world. If you're a spiritual entrepreneur who's been hiding parts of yourself and you're ready to step into your full power and bravely share your light, you're in the right place. Get ready for the tools and practices that can help you become fearlessly visible in your life and business. Let's get started, love. Hey, hey, my love. Welcome to the podcast. It's Jesse Gibson-Jones. I'm your host. And today you may be noticing several new things happening here at Fearlessly Visible. For one, the name of the podcast has changed as of today. Um, We were ritual rising for over the past eight or nine months, and now we are pivoting into Fearlessly Visible. So today I have a part one of a three-part series for you. The series is called Practices for a More Magical Business. Today's episode is all about um, injecting intention into everything that you do in your business and the power that your intention has for magical creation in your business and in the universe. But before I dive into that, I want to give you a little more background information on on the pivot, on the change, on what you're seeing and what has caused this to come about and why, why now, right? So I have had this idea, well, I've been kind of asking the universe for some direction in my business for months. My coach um, kind of, she kind of blew my mind and turned the world upside down for me when she asked me about changing the name of my podcast to the Burnout Recovery Show. So if you're new here, I've been a burnout recovery coach or I've been operating under that title for the past three months, but really I've been in business since 2019, coaching people, helping people. Um, especially with wellness, but I'm pivoting into this new thing because of the questions that my coach asked me. Thanks a lot, Jill. So she asked me if I wanted to do that, and my immediate guttural intuitive response was like, hell no. Hell no. And that was a signpost for me that I wasn't, I just wasn't in the right place, you know? So I always talk about human design, right, and how it relates to business and how how much it can help you build your self-awareness and inject that into your business. Well, in my human design, I have this three line in my profile, and it causes me to do a lot of things really messily and imperfectly when I let go, right? When I let go and I follow my design, I follow my intuition, it just leads me into doing all these different things, trying on all these different hats, and stepping into these different roles and kind of seeing how they feel. And the more I accept that I am designed to be this way, I am designed to find my truth and my genius and my soul alignment through this messy, imperfect, um, almost like failing forward kind of discovery. The more I allow that, the happier that I feel and the more aligned that I become. So this is part of that, me realizing that the burnout recovery coach is not truly who I am, although I I was happy to step into that role for a while. Um, and the underlying parts of my business, what I teach and what I am passionate about and what I want to help you to do, 
the nervous system regulation, the emotional management, the expanding the space in your body, in your soul, in your mind for greater creative capacity, greater joy, greater alignment, greater compassion, making a larger impact on the world by doing this internal work. This is what I was teaching in my burnout recovery program anyway. So I started to really question, you know, who am I speaking to? Like, who can I serve powerfully? And I slowly started to get all these nudges from the universe. And I've had this intention for 2022 for myself. My word for this year is visible. And it has been shocking to me how much I've been able to step into that role in such a quick time, just in the last three months, when I struggled with it for the past five plus years, slash my entire life. So these things I feel are very close to my heart. This is what I feel that I am meant to be doing. And what happened was I prayed about it and meditated about it. I just asked the universe to kind of reveal to me over time, like, what what I'm here to do. And I still continue to show up powerfully, right? And one day I chose to meditate and nap instead of, like, doing the work that I thought I was, quote, unquote, supposed to do. And it just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks because I have this it's – a, it's a phone background. It's also a spell. And it's on my uh, phone, obviously, phone background. And it says, I am fearlessly visible, and I hold reach And one day, those words punched me in the face, fearlessly visible. And my entire being, like, felt like it was on fire. And, and I, in the best of ways, like, I felt, like, turned on. And, yeah, that's the best way to explain it. I just felt, like, wow, ignited by this idea of fearlessly visible. And I immediately knew that that's what I'm here to do, and I immediately was fucking terrified. <laughs> so for a, a long time, I have wanted to and felt called and felt um, aligned with helping people to step into a business ownership role, right, to like embrace that as part of their identity, to start their businesses, to grow their businesses. But I never felt like I was allowed to do that, like I was worthy of doing that, like I was the right person to do that. But over the past several weeks, probably about the past month, um, I've been, you know, doing all of the internal and spiritual work to accept this activation from the universe, to accept that this is my assignment, that this is the thing that I have been asked for guidance on. And I am here today with all of the tools to help you to also do this for yourself. I want to help you to step into this really magical, activating assignment from the universe. I want to help you step into your purpose. I want to help you be more visible, to have more eyes on you. Come forward and share this special magic that you have, your sacred work, your mission and your purpose and your passion. You have that, whether you have discovered it for yourself yet or not, like you have that living inside of you. And I want to help you to step into it and to grow it. So that's what I'm here to do. That is why the podcast is not really visible and I am pivoting. So if you are someone who struggles to have eyes on you, who struggles to really think of yourself as an empowered business owner, um, or who has maybe, if you're like me, you've been in a business ownership or coaching or entrepreneurship role for a while, but 
maybe it never felt fully aligned or maybe you feel like you've kind of been failing because that's a story that I have for myself as well. I won't dive too much into that today, but if you felt like any of those things um, recently, then this this is for you. This work that I'm doing is for you, and I hope that you find yourself leaning into it. So let's jump into today's episode. So this is a three-part series, like I said, and today is all about helping you to recognize the magical power of your intention and how to really plug it into your business to create something that is more aligned, more delicious, more joyful for you, and will also help you to attract your soul-aligned client um, on a deeper level, right? So the I have three steps for you to take today, and I hope you feel, um, I hope these are very helpful for you. So uh, to create a more intentional business and to use your intention to craft your business model, your program, services, and offers, I think the first thing you need to do is to call forward your intuition, to call forward the power of your intention, and this truly comes from Obviously, this podcast has been spiritual in nature the entire time. If you've been following along um, or if you're new here, you, you need to know that right away. So I believe that we all have this power of our intuition. We all have this living and like this unconscious for us. And it's the thread of the divine in our lives. That is where all of our inspiration comes from when we open ourselves up and we allow these things to flow through us. So... You do have a powerful intuition, whether you know that or not, or whether you've unlocked that power or not. I say unlocked because we have it from the time we're born, and then we get all this conditioning on top of us. So whether or not you are at the point where you have a powerful intuition or you need to do some work to open yourself up to yours, this tip is still it's for you, no matter where you are in your journey with your own intuition. So calling forward your intuition you may be thinking, like, okay, what's the work that I need to do? Like, what steps do I need to take? And it's super simple, you guys. All you need to do is to create more space. Create more space. Create more of this openness in your life because we cut off our channel to our intuition and to our intention when we start to clutter up our lives. We start to clutter up our lives, and we clutter up our energy as well, and we cut ourselves off. So when we start to look for the answers outside of ourselves, when we are reaching out and trying to fill up space either with more information, more programs and offers and courses, more signing up for more freebies and more email lists, when we are volunteering or creating a bunch of new offers in a way that's not aligned. It's almost like this brassy kind of energy because we think that we need to do more to get more, to attract more, right? So we we put all these extra things in our lives thinking that this one is going to be the thing that helps me understand, that gives me clarity, that helps me get closer to my goal, that helps me attract more clients or more customers, this is going to be the thing. And once we get that thing, then we're like, oh, this wasn't it. So then we start looking for the next thing. So all of this is a trap. And all that it's doing is it's creating the skunk in our lives 
physically and energetically, that's blocking us from our own true creative power, from this passion that lives inside of us, from our intuition, from the power of our intention. So what you need to do to start drawing on this magical divine power that lives in you, that lives in every single living thing that lives in all of us, and also lives in your business, or it can, you need to create space for it. And I say it's very simple, but that doesn't mean it's easy, right? Because we live in a world where doing nothing can sometimes feel physically painful. And I've experienced this as well as somebody who I am a depressed person. I have a lot of anxiety given, um, you know, where I am in my life and also in my cycle and all those things. Like, I experience anxiety just like you, potentially. So I understand how painful it can be to do nothing in a society that tells you that your worth is tied to your productivity, how much you're doing, and how much you're accomplishing. But I'm here to tell you that when you allow yourself the space to do nothing, to rest, to play, to be bored, and maybe not to fill it up with Netflix, right? Sometimes that's my first, um, the, my, my go-to thing is to turn on the TV and kind of zone out. So that's maybe the, the difference between relaxing and escaping, sometimes relaxation can feel a little boring. Um, It's not very exciting, right? And if you're used to having your nervous system activated all the time, it's going to feel very foreign to you. And maybe you're going to want to reach for something like Netflix or talking to someone or something that's going to be more exciting and stimulating. But what I'm asking you to do here is find yourself in the absence of the stimulation. You need to unplug. You need to find yourself being like, oh, I wish I had something to do right now, right? That's going to be the first thought that comes up. And I wanted, I want you to lean into the discomfort that you feel here, to lean into it, to allow it, and to practice holding space for doing nothing. And at first, it may just be 10 minutes. It may be allowing yourself once a week to take a nap or allowing yourself once a week to take off an hour early in the afternoon or in the evening and and just do nothing for yourself. It can look like going for a walk. It can look like writing in your journal. It can look like um, turning on some ASMR or diurnal beats or some kind of music that doesn't have words and just allowing yourself to be, to be in as much blank space as possible. Okay, so I'm all about finding that Finding any new behavior or any new tool that you're implementing, finding it in increments. So not fully submersing yourself in it, like not being like, I'm going to go to a cabin in the woods. Like maybe that is your thing. And if that's what your intuition is telling you, then I'm not going to tell you not to do that. But I'm all about if you're somebody with a sensitive nervous system, like I am, if you're neurodivergent, you may, um, you may resonate with this. But it's all about Dipping your toe into something and allowing yourself to grow in it in incremental, um, in increments. So creating blank space in your life. Ask yourself, what can that look like for me today? What can that look like for me today? And I invite you to lean into the creativity and the intuition that comes forward for you and honor that by doing it today. And then honor it by doing it again tomorrow and by growing into this blank space. Because once you find yourself in this 
blank space, you will find that these intuitive hits are, they just come up for you. They are downloaded to you. This creativity begins to flow forward for you. And I want you to experience that, to allow that, express gratitude for that, and find the joy in that. That is such a beautiful and powerful and magical feeling. So experience that for yourself and express joy and gratitude to the universe that, wow, I do have this power within me. So that is the first thing, creating that blank space and leaning in. The second thing I want you to do to lean into the power of your intention is to create a ritual or rituals around welcoming in your intuition. This is a little bit different because different from creating blank space because creating blank space is literally doing nothing and a ritual is doing something. So what this is going to look like for you will vary, but here are some things that I recommend. I recommend creating a ritual around finding some time for yourself. This could be in the morning, it could be before bed in the evening, it could be like on your lunch break. But creating some time for yourself, maybe it's just like 10 to 15 minutes, where you're going to sit down, connect to the divine, connect to whatever your higher power is, and allow yourself to. Find yourself in the spirit of gratitude and of celebration that you are so beautifully connected and supported. That is that is what I want you to bring to the forefront of this. And then what's, what your actual ritual, what your practice looks like from here, it's really open to whatever feels best for you. Some things that I would highly recommend would be journaling because I believe that everyone should have a daily journaling practice, but most especially if you're an entrepreneur because you need to be getting these ideas and thoughts and feelings out of your body every day so that they're not getting trapped and um, weighing you down in your, in your life business. Entrepreneurship is hard, and we need to make sure that we are managing our thoughts and our emotions so that we're not bringing those to the forefront of our business and allowing them to run the show because we want our our divine intuition and our spirit of creativity to be running the show. But if you would like to do something in addition to or instead of that, you can really do anything that feels good for you. It could be lighting a candle, saying a prayer, meditation, going for a walk. Um, Creating something that feels like a celebration of what is sacred for you is the most important thing here. And the more that we do this, the more that we tap into what's sacred and give thanks for it and experience the joy of it, the more that we find ourselves being more in touch with that intuition and creativity that flows through us that we sometimes can't hear because we're so busy um, drowning it out with the noise of other things. So as you build a ritual that is sacred for you around opening up to your intuition and also creating power in your intention, then you're going to find yourself with more and more sparks of creativity and more and more ideas that you may be able to um, create in your business. Okay, so you're going to find yourself wanting things wanting to put things in motion, wanting to create things. That desire is where the power of your intentions starts. So once you get these ideas, these 
downloads and you want to put them into motion, that is where you say, okay, it is my intention, my intention to, and then you're going to plug in your idea there. So that brings us to part three of this podcast, co-creating with the universe, co-creating with the universe. So once you have started to create this space and then also created a ritual or two for yourself that you do on a regular basis, hopefully a daily basis, right? If you really want to commit to this idea, then I think you need to open yourself up to a daily expansion of your intuition. You've started to get these downloads, you've started to get these ideas, and you have a desire to put something out into the world. So what you're going to do is co-create with the universe. So you've opened yourself up. You have these intuitive hits and these downloads that are coming into you. And you get to now choose which of these ideas feel the most aligned to you. And I don't mean which ones feel like they're, which ones seem like they're going to make you the most money or which ones seem like they're going to get you the most views. I mean, which ones feel really good in your body? Which ones give you that feeling of being activated, of being turned on, of being ignited in some way? Feeling that fiery, spicy, delicious kind of feeling in your body. Those are the ones that you want to lean into. And this is a place where human design can also come into play. As you are considering these different um, ideas that you've got, you're considering these different downloads and which one you want to actually co-create with the universe to bring into this physical plane, you can look to your human design authority if you know yours. So if you have sacral or splenic authority, you may immediately know in your body which of these feels really good to you. Um, but if you have a different kind of authority, especially if you have emotional authority or you have one of the authority types that can take you a while, then allow your process to take as long as it needs, right? Allow yourself to indulge in the gift of time because you're truly not on a timeline. And this is something else that is um, a belief that I held that took me a while to dispel that I was on this timeline, this imaginary timeline that I had for myself. And something that's really helpful for me to um, a belief that I'm leaning into and that I'm replacing an old belief with is I can take my time. I can take my time. Everything I believe happens in divine timing. Um, and even though I have held that belief, sometimes I still try to rush the divine timing, which truly is not possible. Um, that's fully the ego trying to take over. But when I lean back and just say, you know what? I can take my time. That belief is so, that thought and that belief is so freeing to me that it, it alone can create more space in my nervous system. And especially because I am someone, I do have emotional authority. It takes me a little while to make decisions. It takes me at least 24 hours. Um, often it takes me two to three days. And sometimes it takes me even longer than that to really sit with something and find that space in my emotional way, find that clarity and truly say, okay, this is what feels the best. So whatever your process is, allow that process to unfold naturally as you are co-creating. The next thing you can do is speak to the spirit of your business. So as you're getting these downloads, if you haven't 
if you haven't already found a way to infuse spirituality into your business and you are wanting to do that, then you can just open yourself up and ask, what is my business asking of me today? What is it asking of me in the next six months, in the next five years? Who do I need to step into? What is the next level that I need to step into so that I can rise to this spirit of my business? Because as we get these downloads, they're not they're not from us, right? They they are with us, they are part of us, but they don't originate in our mind. I believe, and I believe if you're listening to this podcast, but you believe they originate from something greater. So this idea that you have for a business it comes from somewhere else, right? And you continuing to show up for it means that you are daily saying yes to this thing. But maybe you've been saying yes to it without truly like asking it, what is it that you want? You know, what is it that my business wants? And you can put your business name here, whether that's your name or um, a different name, but you can say, okay, what is, so I'll just use mine, what does Jesse Jones Coaching want? What is this business want? What is it spirit? What is it asking to do next? What is it asking of me? How can I rise to the spirit of my business? And additionally, every download that you get has its own spirit, right? It has its own essence. So you can ask. If you have an idea for a new offer or a new program, you can ask, what is the spirit of this thing? How does it want to unfold? You know, when I was creating this podcast, I didn't 100% know that it was going to be a podcast. I knew that I had some version of sacred work to do in the world, and I knew that it was all about teaching people how to lean into ritual and how to infuse it into their everyday lives. But I didn't 100% know that it was going to be a podcast until the spirit of that idea revealed to me that it needed to be spoken into a podcast. And I'm not alone in connecting to this. This is something that Simone Soul teaches. This is something that I've also picked up on from other authors and podcasters, people who say, like, my work wanted to come out of me in this specific way. So it takes a, a deeper level of being open to the spirit of the universe to be able to listen to the spirit of this thing that the universe is co-creating with you. And when you're asking, what is the spirit of my business? You're asking that of this higher power, right? You're asking this of source, of the universe, of God. You're asking for a deeper divine message to be revealed to you. And the beautiful thing about this is when you ask, the answers will come. And maybe they won't come right away, but they will be revealed to you in perfect divine timing. So again, it just helps to sit back and say, I can take my time. And then as the spirit of your business, the spirit of your offer, the spirit of your program, the spirit of the thing that you are creating, that you're co-creating, is revealed to you, then I encourage you and invite you to lean in and when it feels good, lean in and say yes. Okay, and this takes a level of bravery, a pretty high level of bravery sometimes. Um, And I want to take a moment here to say that something that was 
not helpful to me when I started my business that sounded really helpful and that even I thought would be helpful or was helpful was this whole idea of like, do it scared, start before you're ready. I think those are well-intentioned sentiments. And back in 2018, 2019, they were pretty huge in the online space. Like you pretty much couldn't open an Instagram feed if you were a business owner or if you were interested in like blogging or something. You couldn't open up Instagram or Pinterest and not see something along the lines of, do it scared, start today. You know, it was very much like a Rachel Hollis kind of a thing. And it seems like it's good advice, right? On the surface level, it looks like, oh, yeah, that's that's a good idea. Just go ahead and start because you're never fully ready, right? But here's the little caveat to it. If you're someone whose nervous system is not fully capable of processing attention, information, eyes on you, all of these things, if if you're not able to process this and to regulate yourself on a level where you can function in a healthy way, then do it scared is not going to be helpful for you. And it was not helpful for me because I wanted to start. And so I kept starting. I kept like shoring up all of the courage, this bravery. And I would jump on stories and I would record something or I would jump on a live or I would um, record a video in my Facebook group. But then the emotional and physical repercussions of that in my body was not good. It would take me days, basically, sometimes to recover from from being visible because I just wasn't prepared to do that in my body, in my nervous system, because I did not know how to regulate my nervous system and I was not fully in touch with my emotional expression and with how to how to be safely in my window of tolerance and then how to also expand my window of tolerance. How to be with myself when things were scary. So me just jumping out there and then recoiling and hiding, it was a pattern that I repeated for a long time. So the do it scared wasn't fully helpful for me at that point. So when I'm telling you that it takes a degree of bravery here, it does. It also takes a high degree of emotional intelligence and a willingness to experience discomfort and to know that that discomfort is not going to kill you. So before before you're going to step out into this fearless fearlessness that I want you to inhabit, the first thing that you need to do is to go within yourself. Check in with your nervous system. See where you are now. See if you're getting signals from your body like, yes, this feels safe to me, or no, I don't feel safe here. Because if you're getting those feelings of like, I don't feel safe, then that's where you're going to need to do some work. And you may also need some support before you can jump into this this courage that I'm that I'm asking you to move forward with because the courage comes from having an understanding that there will be discomfort and that you're going to have to be with the discomfort to move forward and get the results that that you want and that you will inevitably get but learning to manage the discomfort it can take some time or it can just take 
acquiring a higher level of skills than what you have right now. Because I definitely did not have the emotional skills when I first started my business to be with the discomfort. And I also didn't really understand what was happening in my body. I had a high level of knowledge and information about how the nervous system worked, and so I would try to do things like meditation um, and exercise and things like that to try to, to essentially fix myself. But it wasn't fruitful because I did not understand about this level of emotional regulation and nervous system regulation. So expanding your capacity to feel the discomfort and then leaning in when the spirit of your business, the spirit of your new creation calls you forward, leaning into that courage, it's not just saying like, okay, I'm going to put on my brave face, I'm going to slap on some red lipstick and go do this. It's not, I'm going to girl boss my way through this, right? It's, I'm going to trust, I'm going to trust in the universe, I'm going to trust in the spirit of this thing that is calling out to me, that is activating me. The thing that I'm saying yes to and that I'm moving into co-creation with, I am going to lean into trust that the universe is always supporting me, that this thing has my back, that I cannot fail, and that I have my back once I make a decision, any decision, truly, but once I make this decision to move forward with this thing that is calling out to me, I have my back no matter what. So when I start having those feelings of doubt creep in, when I start maybe hearing other people ask me what I'm doing or potentially even tell me that what I'm doing is crazy or wrong or weird or, you know, whatever people may chime in and say, that no matter what happens, I'm going to have my back. That if I don't immediately get the results that I thought I might get or that I expected or hoped to get, that I'm going to have my back, that I'm going to sit in that discomfort and I'm going to experience that disappointment. And I'm still going to know that this thing, this thing that I'm creating with the universe is real, that I've said yes to it, and that it's going to be there for me. And that there will always be more guidance from it when I ask for it. So it takes a high level of trust. And it also takes a high level of self-awareness. But when, when we put all of those pieces into play and we say, okay, I'm co-creating this with the universe, and once we have this idea, that's where the intention setting becomes really powerful. Because instead of creating a launch plan or an email sequence, or maybe in addition to some of those pieces, right, in addition to the strategy, or for me, often it is instead of the strategy, we are setting an intention for what we want this beautiful creation to be. We're setting an intention for these magical soul-aligned clients to come in. We're setting an intention to have the right amount of eyes on us in the right amount of time. We're setting an intention for this magical co-creation to be everything that it wants to be, everything that it needs to be, and everything that my soul wants it to be and is called to create into the universe. 
because when you are activated in this way, there are already people out there who are being magnetically pulled toward this thing because they've already been needing it, and now you're stepping into the role of creating it for them. Okay, so that is where the power of your intention, when you combine it with this co-creation, with source, with the universe, is so impactful, so magnetic, so joyful, and if you will let it be, so effortless, so effortless. And when you start to put these these practices into play, you will experience this magic for yourself and your business. And you also will inevitably call in these people who are aligned to your energy, who are just magnetically pulled toward you because you're saying yes and you are using your intention in this really powerful way to create something that is magical, that is from the divine and of the divine and also of you and your magic and that is so needed in the world. So that is step one of practices for a more magical business, calling in the power of your intuition and using your intention to co-create this really beautiful container program or business model. I hope this episode was helpful for you today. Be sure to tune in for the next two days for additional practices for a more magical business. We're going to be looking at how you can trust in the universe, especially when it comes to bringing you aligned clients and magnetizing the right people to your energy. And then we're also going to look at building your brand archetype as a protection cell in your business. So those two ideas are coming at you tomorrow and the next day. And be sure to also follow along on Instagram. I've got some really exciting offers and free containers, free resources coming out in the month of April. You're not going to want to miss any of it. It's all going to be really incredible and helpful for you if you are at this place of wanting to build a more intuitive, spiritual, and or magical business. And if you're wanting to expand your capacity to be seen, to be visible, to be fully present on the world stage and in social media as the truest expression of yourself. So follow along at Jesse Gibson Jones on Instagram, and I will see you tomorrow.